Welcome everyone to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, I'm gonna be talking about the top table services in Disney World. So these are the best table services within Walt Disney World. These are the places you sit down, you have a server that you get to order from and or engage with, and these are what we call table service within Disney World. So not counter service. Counter service is when you go up, you either mobile order, you go up and you order, you take your tray and you go back and sit down. This is where you are seated and somebody tends to you like you'd go out to eat at a normal restaurant, hence calling it a table service. And so I personally haven't eaten at every table service uh, within Walt Disney World. And so I'm gonna do this a little bit different today. I'm gonna use touringplans.com. So there's a great website if you've never been there. Touringplans.com is just a really good website that has anything and everything you could possibly want to help plan your trip within Disney. And they rated their top 20 table service. So I'm gonna go through that. And then I am gonna use another site, so allears.net, and talk about their top in each park that was voted by the public. And then I'm gonna give you my top five. So like I said, I'm gonna talk about touringplans.com, their top 20, um, and then I'm gonna tell you allears.net, like what their number one was in each of the different parks, and then I'm gonna tell you my top five of all as well. So I'll go ahead and get into it. This, like I said, these top 20 are touringplans.com. So number 20 on their list is Tiffin's and Animal Kingdom. So Tiffin's benefits from the convenient location outside Pandora. When you've spent the day riding on the back of a banshee, you're bound to work up an appetite. The menu features African spices and lots of seafood. So I haven't eaten at Tiffin's. I've heard Tiffin's is really good, um, really good. Like I heard the butter chicken there is amazing. Never had it. Um, I have eaten at Nomad Lounge, which if you know what Tiffin's is, Nomad Lounge is connected to Tiffin's. They share the same kitchen, but it is, um, you can sit out on the water. They have a little bit of inside area, but um, Nomad Lounge, you, you get drinks and there's little small bites and um, it's right there. And it's, it's amazing as well. Um, and Tiffin's, um, like I said, they cert- they have the same kitchen as Tiffin's, um, Nomad Lounge and Tiffin's, but I've never eaten at Tiffin's. Heard it's really great. Signature dining, and uh, it's number 20 on their list, and I definitely want to try it sometime, so it's definitely on the list. Number 19 on their list is 1900 Park Fair in the Grand Floridian Restaurant. So this is buffet service at breakfast and dinner, um, both featuring Disney characters. Um, The cold strawberry soup is sort of a cult favorite there. Um, Just an interesting little item. So the dinner service includes table-side visits from Cinderella, Prince Charming, as well as uh, Cindy, Cinderella's stepsisters, Anastasia and Drizella. Um, And, you know, there's lots of different interaction, and it's really funny. Um, and really good, but you have a little server that brings around some drinks and stuff, and I've actually eaten at 1900 Park Fair with my family before when my daughters were younger, Um, and it's fun. It was fun to do. Um, Those characters, like the stepsisters, are really fun, Um, so it's really cool to engage with them. As far as um, princess-themed stuff, I'd rather go to Akershush, over in Epcot, but uh, it's number 19 on the list is 1900 Park Fair within the Grand Floridian Restaurant. It's okay. If you want to see Cinderella 
and Prince Charming definitely take that up. So it's number 19 on their list. Number 18 is Tusker House, Animal Kingdom. So Donald Duck and Friends, a character dining at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, a balanced mix of American dishes and African specialties. If you have a nervous eater in your party, it's a good first step into exploring the world of African cuisine. They can start with as much or as little as they like, and there are plenty of safe options if they're not in that um, experimental mood. So I've never eaten at Tusker House either, um, but it is. You get the core four there in Animal Kingdom dressed up in their safari gear. So it's a you know it's an easier um, one to get maybe than like Chef Mickey for example or Garden Grill, um, but Tusker House Animal Kingdom if you want to see those characters, really good place to do that. The buffet there I've heard is amazing, um, so check that out. Number seventeen, uh, Wine Bar George in Disney Springs. So this is a bar with a strong, strong um, food game. You know, come for the wine, stay to share the tapas-style small plates with your friends and family, perfect for a shopping break or light supper. I have walked past Wine by George a million different times. Last time my wife and I were at Disney, we, we were about to go there, but we did not go. Man, and I wish we would have because I hear nothing but amazing things about Wine Bar George. Um, they talk about how amazing the food is, but even more so how amazing the staff is there. Uh, the owner is generally there like a lot of the time, and he'll come and introduce himself and talk to tables and give wine suggestions, pairings. Uh, but I heard the food is just amazing. So I know it says wine in the menu, but you don't have to drink alcohol to go. They talk about how amazing the food is, um, even how they'll make some awesome virgin drinks. So um, Wine Bar George is definitely somewhere I need to check out. 16 is Liberty Tree Tavern in the Magic Kingdom. And Thanksgiving dinner every day of the year pretty much sums it up. So if you're not in the mood for turkey and fixins, um, there are some other food options like meatloaf and pot roast. But uh, it's pretty much a Thanksgiving dinner. And it's right there off of Liberty Square. Um and you know during lunch they used to and lunch they would you know have a menu you'd actually order from but at this time um it's pretty much a buffet style but i love liberty tree i love their food um it's very comforting and it's like an old colonial uh building and uh it's just great i love liberty tree tavern i think it's really good food you're gonna feel pretty heavy and do yourself a favor don't stuff yourself on the bread and salad because there's a lot more to come and the dessert the ooey gooey um bar thing at the end is just amazing so make sure you leave leave some room so 15 on their list is the crystal palace which is a magic kingdom as well and you can get breakfast lunch and dinner there and it's it's with winnie pooh and pal so uh, you can try to get a breakfast re reservation there before the park opens, which is really good to do, and that way you can get into the park um, a little bit early, and uh, then you can ride stuff as soon as it's open. So that's a trick there. Um, but they do have really good food, and um, you know nothing super special about that. If you want to see Winnie the Pooh, definitely go. But that was number 15 on their list. Number 14 is the Boathouse in Disney Springs. So solid menu of seafood classics like clam chowder fried shrimp whole lobster a full raw bar um, as well as chicken steaks um, but what people talk about is their s'mores baked alaska 
Um, it's a mountain of Rocky Road ice cream and toasted marshmallow fluff. So, you know, bring your friends and, and conquer that one. But in Disney Springs, the boathouse is a great option for you. Um, Disney Spring has so many good options to eat at. Um, man, when I think about Disney Springs, like Morimoto Asia um, is at the top of my list of, you know, I'm with more of an old crowd. Um, Raglan Road, if I've got kids with me, just to see all the Irish uh, dancing. Um, but yeah, Boathouse is a good one, so check that out. 13, now this is on my list to go uh, next time I am in Epcot, but it's Spice Road Table. So the outdoor seating is some of the best views that you can have for people watching at Epcot. And you can get small plates, full entrees of Moroccan and Mediterranean dishes, um, share pictures of sangria, you know, hummus fries, um, which sound interesting. And uh, just a, a cool place to sit um, and either see fireworks or people watch. Um, so Spice Road Table, I've heard nothing but great things about Spice Road Table, um, but it's number 13. Number 12, um, I've been to this one uh, a few times, so Rose and Crown in Epcot. So it, pretend like you're in England, you know, and you're getting your fish and chips and shepherd's pie and bangers and mash. Uh, but it's basically reminiscent of like a, a pub over in England. And the bar at night is usually really, really packed, but this is also a hard reservation to get to. But just think, like I said, fish and chips, um, bangers and mash, shepherd's pie, all those stereotypical English foods like Guinness, Harp, um, beers, all that type of stuff. So Rose and Crown um, is usually pretty crowded, but it, it's good. It's it's not amazing, um, but it's a good place to eat. So it's number 12 on their list. Number 11 is the Grand Floridian Cafe. And this is in Grand Floridian Resort. Um, the food is, you know, American fare. But it's in a relaxing setting, you know, from the Mayhem of Parks. And this is a place where you could eat breakfast there and then take the monorail to go over to Magic Kingdom. Or if Magic Kingdom is just so crazy and you just need a break, you could take it over to the Grand Floridian and eat at the Grand Floridian Cafe. Um, but if you're looking for, like, classic Eggs Benedict, um, I've heard those are good there. Um, they do a chicken and waffle there, um, which I heard is really good as well. So Grand Floridian Cafe definitely an option it comes in at number 11 on their list number 10 is teppanetto and um, teppanetto is over in ebcot and basically it's hibachi so you know it is number 10 on their list but to me it is it's basically um just like a hibachi grill you go to in your hometown if you have one of those so you know they'll do the classic onion volcano but they prepare it with a little mickey mouse twist but it, you know it's fun for kids if you want to do that um, and take the time it's there in epcot so tapinetto um, is number 10 on their list number nine beaches and cream this is the beach club resort um, diner style food like burgers grilled cheese turkey clubs um, but this is known mostly for its ice cream and things so you can uh, go there in the evening and get some awesome, awesome ice cream. Um, and then if you're really going down for it, you can get the kitchen sink sundae. It's eight scoops of uh, ice cream, all the fruits, sauces, brownies, candy bars, toppings, a whole can of whipped cream. Um, sirens go off when you order it. Um, but Beaches and Cream, a really cool place to go. Um, it's definitely an option if... You're in Epcot, you can walk straight out of Epcot 
over to the beach club and eat at Beaches and Cream. It's a pretty hard reservation to get as well, um, but it's worth it. It's just cool if you've never seen those resorts over there, the beach club and boardwalk, to have a reservation at Beaches and Cream, walk out of the International Gateway, the backside of Epcot, and go to Beaches and Cream. So I highly recommend Beaches and Cream. Number eight, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming in Disney Springs. So they talk about how it's the best fried chicken you'll ever eat. Um, they also have moonshine samplers, really great service. Um, they have a pineapple banana hummingbird cake that's amazing. Um, it's good. I mean, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming is really good. I'm used to Southern cooking, so to me, it's not that far out of the norm. Um, it is good fried chicken. I've had better fried chicken. Some people say it's the best fried chicken they ever had. Um, but uh, I'll stick with uh, Gus's fried chicken from Memphis, Tennessee, for my best fried chicken. But um, Chef Art Smith's Homecoming, it's good. I've eaten there before. I haven't had their brunch, which I heard their brunch is amazing. So um, definitely would like to try that one day. Seven, Yak and Yeti in Animal Kingdom. So this is Asian-inspired dishes like pork belly ramen, wok fried beef, um, there's really cool decor and Asian art around this restaurant. Um, this restaurant is actually owned and operated by Landry's uh, group, which does like T-Rex and Rainforest Cafe um, and then other um, restaurants um, outside of Florida even. But um, Yak and Yeti, um, definitely an option in the Animal Kingdom as far as sit-down goes. And I don't, I don't do that too many sit-downs myself in Animal Kingdom. I'm a more of a Satui Canteen Guy or Flame Tree Barbecue, which are both quick service. So those are my go-to, that and the Nomad Lounge there in Animal Kingdom. But, you know, there's definitely people that want to sit down and have that meal. So number seven is Yak and Yeti on their list. Six, Boma, Flavors of Africa, the Animal Kingdom Lodge Resort. Buffet-style service at breakfast and lunch with a good mix of African-American dishes. Um... They're known for the zebra dome, so it's a dessert specialty. It's basically a cake um, base topped with mousse um, and then kind of um, white chocolate and chocolate drizzles on top of it. Um, so it's cake base with some mousse and like some chocolate um, around it. But anyway, zebra domes is one thing that they're known for there. Um, definitely more adventurous um, for those folks, but the Animal Kingdom Lodge is known for their amazing food. So. If you're staying there, you should definitely check out Boma um, Flavors of Africa. Five is Garden Grill in Epcot. So Garden Grill is like one of the highest ranked character meals in, in their survey on touring plans. Um, the atmosphere is unique. You, 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 know, you dine in this revolving platform that circles past um, scenes from Living with the Land attraction just located below. Fruit is flat, food is fresh, flavorful, um, and some of that food is just grown right there in the land pavilion where you get to do where living land goes through. So that's pretty cool. Um, but it's it's a really interesting place to eat, and you get Mickey, Pluto, and Chip and Dale there. Um, so you get to see some of those characters, and then they have an amazing um, cinnamon roll plate for breakfast if you go for breakfast. So Garden Grill is number five on their list. It is in the land pavilion. Um, the only downside I think to Garden Grill is 
once you're in this one part at the front, if when it's rotating, you get tons of people are looking at you eating, which is interesting. But it's a rotating, um, sitting meal, so it's super interesting. Uh, Garden Grill and the Land Pavilion, check that one out. So Sanaa, Sanaa is number four, and that is an Animal Kingdom lodge as well. So Sanaa is the most affordable and sit-down restaurant of Animal Kingdom. So Boma is more expensive than Sanaa, but Sanaa, it's tucked away in the Kadani village. Um, you can take your time um, on different, you know, Indian-inspired bread services that they're known for so if you talk to anybody about eating at Sanaa they're gonna say hey did you have the bread service and so that's what they're known for um, it's just an appetizer with different bread non-bread and dipping sauces um, it's definitely a different menu just African and Indian inspired um, but you can also get stuff like New York strips um, and some American classics but the whole key to this place too is just the seating like you can be sitting at Sanaa and see zebras eating while you're there um, and just see some cool stuff while you're eating at Sanaa because you were looking out in the savannah. And so I'd highly suggest if you're going to eat at Sanaa, eat during the light time. Like dinner at Sanaa, okay, that's, oh, I mean, the food's going to be good, but you're not going to see animals. So if you can eat, you know, lunch at Sanaa, that's probably the way to go. So for Sanaa, number four on the list. Um, from touring plans. Number three is California Grill. It's at the Contemporary. You know, this re re restaurant specializes in um, fish dishes like sushi, king salmon, yellowfin tuna, has great wines, great steaks. Um, you know, the draw to this is one, it's got exceptional food, but two, it's it's the entertainment at night. Like you have a bird's eye view at Magic Kingdom. They pipe in the music. They dim the restaurant lights. You see the fireworks. You hear the music. And it is super magical. And if you don't want to sit down to see it, you can go to one of their two balconies, hear the same music, see the fireworks, and it is just awesome. So very, very cool. Um, definitely something you should check out if you're able um, to get that reservation at California Grill in the evenings. It's really hard. If you get to California earlier um, than the fireworks, they actually allow you to come back to watch the fireworks. So just something there. And then also if you can't get those reservations and it's just like two people, you can ask them if you can go up and try and get a seat at the bar. Um, and then that's a potential way that you can you know see all that and have some amazing food too if you didn't get that advanced dining reservation. Um, so that's California Grill is number three. Number two for them is Jico, um, the cooking place. So this is an Animal Kingdom Lodge as well. So another standout restaurant in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Like seriously, if you're a foodie and you don't want to leave your hotel, you should go to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Like that should be the place you want to stay. Um, this is just gourmet version of African influence flavored. Um, they've got cocoa crusted bison, Bostwana, um, Seswa style beef short ribs, lamb, all sorts of different things, um, tons of South African wines. So Jico, um, you know, check that out. Like seriously, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Boma, Jico, Sanaa, huge, huge foodie places to eat. So if you're all about food and trying different things, Animal Kingdom Lodge is where it's at. But Jico, the cooking place, ranked number two on their list. 
Number one, definitely haven't eaten here yet, <laughs> um, but number one on their list is Victoria and Albert's in the Grand Floridian Restaurant. So not much to say about Victoria and Albert's that hasn't, you know, been said by many before me, but it's a AAA Five Diamond Award recipient for decades. Um, the service is elegant. Um, you're serenaded with live music while you dine. This is the premier place to go for like a milestone, right? Whether it's a milestone birthday, anniversary, um, you know, it, people say that um, it's worth the expense because it is it is not cheap. It's going to set you back like $250 to $300 a person. Um, so it is very, very expensive and they say it, it's worth every penny. Um, the food is allegedly amazing service is impeccable i wouldn't know i haven't been there but victoria and albert's number one on their list for the grand floridian rest resort so that was number one on touring plans so just kind of summing stuff up just to let you know like all years net um they actually took took ratings from um themselves for putting stuff online and they also took what kind of yelp said and so their number one table service in each park were in Magic Kingdom, Cinderella's Royal Table, which I thought was interesting. Um, this one, I've heard mixed reviews about the food, like that it's pretty good. Um, but mostly people go there so they can see Cinderella and the princesses. I think that Be Our Guest is an amazing sit down um, in Magic Kingdom or Liberty Tree Tavern. But AllEaters.net, Cinderella's Royal Table is number one. Epcot. The Head Garden Grill, which was also on Touring Plans' list, if you remember. So Garden Grill, I think, was number five on their list, but it was number one for Epcot and AllEars.net. Uh, Hollywood Studios for them was 50's Primetime Cafe, which super cool, American food, like you're stuck in the 1950s. The waiters and waitresses are amazing in there. They play a whole game like you're stuck in the 1950s telling you to eat your vegetables or send you to the corner. If you're not following the rules, um, it's a pretty cool place to eat. And then uh, Animal Kingdom, AllEars.net said Tusker House. So for me, my top five table services within Walt Disney World are this. Five, Liberty Tree Tavern. Um, I already talked about Liberty Tree Tavern. It's the Magic Kingdom. Love it. Thanksgiving all year round. Let's do it. Four, Beaches and Cream. I talked about that one already as well. Beach Club Resort. Um, I know my niece and nephew love Beaches and Cream. So shout out to uh, Caroline and Wilson. I know you love Beaches and Cream. California Grill is number three for me. Just love being up there, seeing the fireworks. Um, it's just very, very magical up there. Two, Sci-Fi Cafe. I love Sci-Fi Cafe. It's in Hollywood Studios. You get to watch 50s old sci-fi in a car like you're in a drive-in. Burgers, milkshakes. I'm simple. It's amazing. And then number one is Hoopty Doo Review. Um, and if you've listened to me on this podcast before, you know I love Hoopty Doo Review. This place is just nothing but fun and food, and it's all you can eat, and you can have all the ribs you want. Um, you've heard me talking about it before. Hoopty Doo Review. Awesome show, great food, great time with family and friends. So definitely check it out. That's number one on my list. 
So that was it. That was the best table services within Disney. Like I said, I changed it up and made it a little bit different because I hadn't been to all of those. So wanted to give you some insight from some others from that standpoint. But my top five, Liberty Tree Tavern, Beaches and Cream, California Grill, Sci-Fi Cafe, Hoopty Doo Review. And Touring Plans, their top five, Garden Grill, Sanaa, California Grill, Jico, and Victoria and Alberts. That's it. Thank you guys for your time. By all means, subscribe, like, rate five, five stars, whichever service you are listening to me on. Thank you all for listening, and hopefully you'll be back to hear me soon. Have a magical day.